This is the Great Hip Hop Debates presented by Double XL. Hosted by yours truly, Torrey, and my girl, the editor-in-chief of Double XL magazine, Vanessa Satin. Each week, we'll be bringing you some amazing guests to chop it up and give us their opinions on hip-hop's most pressing topics. It's always no hose barred, all the way real, and very entertaining. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and catch us weekly at XXLMag.com. That's right, y'all. We back with another edition of the Great Hip Hop Debates brought to you by Double XL. I'm your host, Torrey, joined by my people's Vanessa Satin. What up, V? What's up? What's up? V over there getting, getting to the business and all that. Love it. <laughs> now we have a room full of amazing people um i'm gonna break them down real quick to my right the gwenning god is here the prince of new york you hear him all over them airwaves on power 105 you might have saw him creeping a little bit too on uh loving hip-hop my god dj self is here what up gwenning you <laughs> <laughs> that's right definitely all day. merch game yeah i mean promo game crazy proper. In the center, the lady joining the cipher today. Um, Who's very slept on and knows much about the industry, and we want to make sure everyone knows. No, absolutely, her history. definitely. I mean, you want to go all the way back to uh, what's the joint with the <laughs> rat hats? Yeah, I want to go back to the <laughs> exactly. We can Say, start at Hot ninety seven. <laughs> <laughs> Street soldiers definitely keeping the people informed week after week, bringing great topics and great conversation to your airwaves on uh, Hot ninety seven. And now you can catch Street Street Soldiers on television as well, which is super duper. Dope. We have the lovely Lisa Evans joining us today. What up, Lisa? What up, guys? Great Showing to be stuff. here. No doubt. This is interesting. It's a different dynamic. I know. Usually I you're you on, on the other side, side or have V on the other side <laughs> on the other or have side a Fox question. 5 microphone yeah, in your... yeah. No, it's nice. It's fun. It's very relaxed, you know, no, being the guest. No doubt. We're so relaxed. Definitely. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. And um, rounding it out, we got, man, we could talk about his history in the rap game from jumping in with his cousin Q-Tip and Tribe Called Quest, so we can bring it all the way up to current day with Kanye West. Yes, I'm talking about your favorite ghostwriter's favorite ghostwriter, my man, Consequence. What up, what up, what up, what's going on, what's going on? Chilling, chilling, man. So great to have you guys all here. Um, Today's topic is a topic that I'm sure everybody has a different perspective on and and can kind of chime in a different way. We're talking about rappers and role models, and and rappers on being role models. You know, um, I think now self as a DJ, somebody who's who's constantly playing records in the club and playing records on the radio, but also as being a father. You know, I'm sure you have a different um understanding of what type of content is going out there, and probably have a different feel on it as well. Lisa, you're somebody who who sees so many different things, um, and deals with so many different topics in the community and actual issues. Um, where sometimes the music is so much of an influence on on young people coming up and cons you know as a as an MC and a dad i'm sure you have a whole bunch of different ideas and thoughts on it as well so let's just jump right in man are are rappers role models i think role models is a, a title that nobody really wants you know it's something that people feel like okay if you call me a role model then everything has to be perfect i have to make every single move a certain kind of way that may not be a way that's authentic to who I am or who that person is or what they represent or the path that they want to take artistically or creatively or with their career. I think the real issue is, especially for our, for our artists, is the power that they have. It's like, mm. I wonder sometimes, like, do they recognize the power that they have, especially in the communities where the people have the least? True indeed. True indeed. What you think, Hans? Um, I, I don't shy away from the um, title of role model. I, I definitely... Um, I hope I'm my son's role model, actually, mm-hmm. um, because I want him to understand his history and I want him to understand um, the sacrifices that were made for him to have a better life. You know what I'm saying? I come from Jamaica, Queens, where there were a limited amount of father figures in the home um, through elementary school, through high school, and this, and then you have to learn the streets. Um on my new EP, it's funny, um, I have a record called Child of Divorce um, because I, I survived uh, my parents splitting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so many times that I longed to have my dad around and he wasn't around because of the relationship to him and my mom's, the, the course that their relationship had took. Um, so one of the reasons why I have my son around at four years old is because I always want him to know. I want him to be empowered with the knowledge that Yo, my dad loved me, and um, my dad is has is curating my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's that's a different level when it comes to parenthood because you know, I mean, like I said, man, when you grow up in the era we came from, man, you know, 
Like I don't want my son touching crack. Right. I don't want him around that. Right. I don't want him to know. I don't want. Him, I don't want that on his radar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want him to figure. I want him to uh, school his 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 homies on what publishing is. You know, and I have to start now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't leave it to chance that he gonna figure it out on his own. You know, like when I was young. You know, the options were the streets, the military. You know, you could get a tap award maybe. But it's kind of like you need to be your own man and figure that. Nah, man, man, nah, nah. Ain't no other, ain't no other walks of life that deal with wealth. Telling their kids, figure it out. They laying it out. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's and that's what I represent as a new black man. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, that's that comes from where I come from. So I don't, I don't. You know, like I'm from the old New York, so to speak. But I understand the new rules of society. You know. And I'm implementing them. I'm not playing the, yo, you figure it out. We ain't doing none of that over here. In in the space of you being Caden's dad, but what about you as an artist? With regard to being a role model? Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, the feedback that I've gotten as far as, like, with people seeing my son with me, mm. has, has is, it actually has refreshed me, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, it's, it, it's like my son take pictures of Drake, like, I, you know, it's just like when and when when I get the feedback, um, as far as like, yo, man, that's really dope, and you know, it just it just it opens another perspective of artistry. That's why I said for me, I don't really shun away from. It. I embrace it. I like it. I, I'm into it. You know, what I'm saying because of the fact that it's just that you know, if you see me with my son doing something, and that you know, you see uh, Iggy getting a record on Kendrick Lamar joint, like, we we grooming, we grooming, like, you know, with Swiss mm. and, and Alicia Keys, something like, so, you know, we using what, you know, because for me, hip-hop essentially was a, um a alternative route, you know what I'm saying, as far as having, being able to be an entrepreneur and all those things, so now, now we dealing with legacy now, you know what I'm saying, so for me as an artist, that, that is, that, that, that continues it, that, that you know, whatever goes right to the max now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, true indeed. So if you you you're a father and a DJ now, with your position at the at your job, you know you play records and and you got to play the hits and you got to play the joints that that keep the people moving and keep the clubs going. And I think a lot of the content now, people will raise an eyebrow. Is it is it the most beneficial for the kids to listen to? So for yourself as a DJ and a dad, do you ever feel a conflict or do you feel like some of the stuff um, that you're playing might not make yeah, sense? Yeah, and yeah, no, um it's it's sort of like what um Cons was saying. I, I feel like I don't think any rapper or anyone outside of your parents should be your role model. Um you know, because everybody say for years and years, oh well the movies do this and you know, different things. So if if you wouldn't say if if a actor can't influence your son, I don't feel like a, another another man or another woman besides your parents could should be able to influence you uh, more than your own parents. Right. Um, and they, you know, people say it all the time. And me, uh, you know, being in the position of being having a child, you know, now I understand. Um, it do starts in the home. Um, my daughter sometimes, um, you know, raps uh, some Nicki Minaj lyrics, and you know, I don't know if I could curse on here. Definitely. Oh, you like, you know, my pussy did or something. I'm like, what? You know, and I make sure, you know, she, she, That's you know. Yeah, I mean, she's a teenager, you know, and I know when I was a teen, you know, I, I said a lot of dink things that I shouldn't have um, said, but um, I don't think that Nicki Minaj has more of an influence over my daughter than I do. Um, so I don't feel that um, any rapper should be a role model more than the parents. But with, but with... the reality, I think is right. I think the reality self though mm-hmm. is for a lot of for a lot of youth is very very different. Okay, and I think it, it also depends upon you know. It, and it's great that you guys are talk to hear men talking about taking such an interest in their children and really taking the responsibility to raise them and to 
you know, to, to contribute to their lives in that way. I think that's so fantastic. And I think that's like our whole new generation of fathers. Right. But in terms of the role model thing, in terms of who has impact, you look at our girls, you look at our, our, our boys, you ask eight, nine, 10 years old, people that have an impact on what they wear, what they look like, what they behave, you know, how they behave. It's all straight hip hop and sports. And the, the, and the, the less, you know, the poorer the neighborhood, the tougher the circumstances, the bigger the presence of hip hop. They're not going on school trips to the museum. They're not going away to some summer camp in a fancy uh, park area. Or, but or, even more to that, you have kids protesting wearing J. Cole t-shirts and, you know, chanting, all right, and Kendrick lyrics and stuff. And I think that if these kids are out there protesting and they feel that these rappers are, are providing tools for them to do it with, there is some sense of influence there Absolutely. no i think well, i think i think the influence is and, and i'm yeah. just i'm gonna throw it out there too this too which you guys may disagree with and you know whatever but i i have to say because i'm a i'm a news reporter i'm a street reporter i am out there in the streets when there's when there's a body on the ground when there's a kid that's been hit by a bullet and there's crime scene tape everywhere i'm the one that has to tell people what mm-hmm. happened there i'm on the train i see the lyrics i see what the kids my entree to talk to people and and to talk to, to, uh, to and i'm talking kids like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, drop a bar from a, whatever is the hottest song that's out right now, and then they're like, oh, snap, she likes so, you know, right, X, Y, Z. And that's how I'm going to communicate to them, and then we're going to talk from there. But my point is, is that their repetitiveness, like they'll hear, okay, the trap music, yeah, I love trap, you know, trap music as entertainment. I'm an adult, and there's no, you know, there's no danger that I'm going to go home and start cooking pies and cakes and everything else, <laughs> and moving bricks up and down the iron pipeline and right. guns and whatever. But it's like, Lisa, if you're you're really in that trap, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I listen, the, what the beats saying. are the. Listen, you, I, I hand it to the trap music. The beats are sick, sick, sick. But my point is, I love them. But the point, my point is, for a kid, if you're surrounded by that, if that's what you see, if you're living in a, in a, in a public housing development or you're living in a low income neighborhood where everything around there is telling you you are worthless and the only people that you are looking up to are those guys that are out there slinging, that they're hustling, that are doing their thing, and you're walking past that every single day and then you're hearing the lyrics and that's like 80% of what you're right. seeing I, outside I, I, of your I home. Disagree. Yeah. I disagree only, with what you're saying. I'm not making it an only excuse. Why I'm, I'm saying, saying I, I disagree because I, I still feel like it starts from the home. Like it anyone, does, but... Anyone who, who grew up with me, I I grew up like that and I've I've never been locked up. I've never been in jail. My favorite rappers growing up was M.O.P. Their whole thing was shooting and, and different things and I've never Robin. done any... Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Onyx it was my favorite, one of my favorite albums. You know, Stick and Move, I used to love it. You know, and I pictured that in my head. You understand? But, it, it, but I never trans- yourself because you became a DJ because you love the culture. So well, still- I, yeah, I love the culture of hip hop. Hip hop, but they, you know, they, they, they whole album was talking about so beating people up. And, in you but that did you say, ever? Okay, I'm not gonna rob, but I do want to be. You know, this is influencing me in a way. Okay, because you know, for every one self, there's five guys who. Well, was it just rap? And did you have a strong? And did you have a strong family foundation? Yes. Uh-huh. So see, there it is. So it comes back to what you guys are saying. It's like if there's a strong family foundation. But we do have a lot of kids and we have a lot of our youth who don't have that. Or they have, and a lot of times too, there's there's a single mother that's there that is holding it down. Or there's a grand, there's a grandmother that's there and she's raising her daughter's kids or whatever because that you know the daughter's un- un- incapable, the father's out of the picture and these kids are left to fend for themselves. I mean, we have abandoned, we're abandoning that generation. And I want to s- single well, out hip hop because you know you look at American culture as a whole, our entertainment, whether it's video games, TV shows, films violence is our form of entertainment in the united states Mm -hmm. but in terms of hip-hop hip-hop grabs them there's there's studies that are being done now academically at columbia university that the beats resonate particularly in children of color these beats have a tremendous magnetic powerful effect and they do that's why we call it a hook so it's like these kids not to cut you off but a little bit of that is technology because of the fact that um we are we are all human beings and we are all product of our environment and the thing is like to to put hip hop on a hook for the ills of society when you and not mention the government to me is is the travesty because of the th- the thing is this what kind of ones I hate to I hate to cut you off my book okay let me just finish my point our artists from their inception or a DJ from their inception based on what you just said they come they're, they're this is a person who's coming from being economically challenged. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Money is fake. If you got the right influence, right connections, right uh, circle, money don't even... Somebody could drop a bag on you and change your life. You know what I'm saying? So these are people who aren't privy to this. This, this, this they're not they're not this just goes back to what I was saying about my son because if you're not if you don't if you're not um in these kind of circles like back in the day, all right in the 80s it was like you would go to uh uh um a well-to-do Caucasian person that was the uh that was the I guess what the the flag bearer for like what the country club is you know what I'm saying see we when we think about hip hop we always think about it from a privatized situation because because of pigmentation, basically, the 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 the, the beacons for hip hop mostly are African Americans. Then you go into without Puerto, a doubt Puerto Rican. Well, see, the thing is this, but that they're not the beacons for for America. That's the that's the issue. You know what I'm saying? Because the government is in control of low income housing, not hip hop. At the end of the day, the government could decide to give funding to wherever, whoever, where once it's voted in. You know what I'm saying? That's democracy. You know what I'm saying? So what what I'm saying is it's a bigger it's a it's a bigger picture than saying, hey, a guy who's on a drum machine and happens to come up with track queen now is responsible for what? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. And no, I want to be no, but I want to be real clear okay. because you, you're going you're you're making that point and and it's very interesting. But I want to be really clear about what I'm saying as a, as a reporter, as a journalist, as a talk show host on Hot 97 on a hip hop station from mm-hmm. day one. It's that I'm not blaming hip hop. I'm simply saying the power the of hip hop, the influence, Huge. we have to recognize how be, gigantic it is. But the powers that be that control terrestrial signals and so forth and so on, hip hop in comparison to that is powerless. No, I totally disagree <laughs> with you. I totally disagree with you 100%. I think it's the a, culture has more it, power. It, listen, 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 listen. It's just like this. It's like an independent artist versus an artist on a major day and it's not the same conversation. So for every chance to rapper, you got a bunch of chance to rappers trying to cut through on YouTube. But if somebody signed a Dev Jam on Interscope, they already got funding. They already got their shot. They already gonna have a radio promo due. They're gonna have EP walk it up. You know what I'm saying? You dealing with a whole different science. You know what I'm saying? So the people who are sub the, what I'm saying is like the people who you speak about, when you like you said you're a reporter, you wanna see you seeing bodies on the floor, and this is a tr- this is tragic. You know what I'm saying? There's more people responsible for the there's more there's more people than just rappers responsible for that. That's what I'm saying. And yes, at the end of the day, and look, I'm a conscious rapper. From the door, you know what I'm saying? Like I was on Love and Hip Hop, and I brought a different perspective to what the show was. But I'm telling you, as I'm one guy, I'm one guy. When you're dealing with that terrestrial signal, you know what I'm saying? That's the influence. That's where you. That's who controls who are role models and whose voices so, heard. So, so your point then isn't it even more important that the artists, when they when they do have an opportunity and they do get this push on this platform, that they say something. With some yeah, content, yeah. Public that... Enemy said things for years. Right. They said things for years. They said things for years. And we you know need... what I'm saying. And 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 the thing is, and the thing is, it's a balance because of the fact that it, the music business is about making money. The culture of hip hop is about changing what's happening on the curb. So so now you have a balance, and now you have something that you have to balance that you ain't signed on for. You know what I'm saying? Now you know like, um. Like I said, Fetty Wap a great example. Like you know what I'm saying. Fetty like, Wap is a fantastic example. He's a great example. When he made Track Queen, I don't think he meant no harm. You know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. then it's be like, oh, but well, he made a song about you know that that has women in the kitchen and did it. You know, it's um, it's a catch twenty two. No, I think a, it's I think it's different. I think it's like art, as an artist, you're we're in the United States of America. You have a right to free speech to say whatever you want to say. And I don't. I mean, I think the discussion the, and the debate has to go beyond. What are the artists saying? Artists should be able to say whatever they want. You know, there was a time as hip hop was coming up where it was like the CNN of the streets because nobody was talking about these issues. But I think it is the issue now is the power is I think is almost beyond that the culture has is almost beyond what people who are actively involved in it and and the the people that are influencing it understand. I mean, you look you look at Fetty is a great example, and, and there's a lot of artists too like him that are doing great things in the communities they came from. They don't want the TV cameras there. I had to beg. We got our Fox 5 camera there at Thanksgiving and went with him. I mean, he's he's there in this 
community um, community service center giving out turkeys. Pers- you know, I mean, he's unloading the turkeys from the truck and giving them out I to people. I think a big part of this is that uh, hip hop's a very uh, youthful culture. You know, everybody of every age listens to it, but it's steered a lot by the youth. Totally. And I think when you have young artists, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, I think sometimes the young artists, I think as you get older in hip hop, you start, or in life, you start to care about more things differently. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have kids who just care about school and education differently. Right. Maybe you care, I mean, just as you get older, we've seen a we lot evolve. of different artists. You True. evolve into what you care about. Maybe you're watching CNN more than you did, or, you know, or, or whatever it is. And so then what happens is, I think you see artists and people get older and start to care about issues that are going to affect their children, affect people around them. Yet the people with the most voice, I think, for these kids are the younger kids. The right. And the youth doesn't care about a lot of stuff. It does. I mean, that's that's going against the grain and saying none of them do. But it's like you've got these older people who start to believe in things that are more important and see how they affect. And you see Q-tip at the Black Lives Matter you know, rally and going around. And then the younger ones, I don't think they're so affected by it, yet they're the ones that have that big voice that connect to the younger kids. Absolutely. You know, so where does it, You we see rappers transition into a point where, you know, they care about politics, they care about finances, they care about taxes, they care about everything in a way that maybe they didn't care about when they first got in. Yet sometimes that power comes when they first got in. Will Fetty have such a voice with the youth five years from now when he might start caring about things a different way? Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the, the, the catch-up that that's you see in hip-hop is that... Who has the communication? The younger, the cooler, the better. That young, cool, better person, as far as being cool, might not be on it. care about right. the stuff right. that, yeah. and not understand that I'm reaching this generation to such a degree, I have this power, let me use it because I can. So, They're not even thinking that way. So, That's the challenge. Right. To my point, what I was saying is the people who, who say that I'm on that, aka politicians, from the door, you know what I'm saying? Politicians run they run they route differently. They come in saying they on that, right. then get around the bread, and then get off that. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's what I'm essentially saying. Like you want somebody who didn't come in the game on that to jump on that because of their success. And be a spokesperson and be, and a be spokes- political. Yeah. So we want a Fetty Wap, but it's not fair to put the pressure on him. We want him to be a spokesperson. We want him to be political. We want him to speak on, on different things and, and lead you know a, a group of young people. You're supposed to say, yo, I don't know about that, I feel I made track queen. I made track queen, but I've seen... He's having fun. He's doing everything in his mind trying to talk about voting. Yeah, I'm about to have like a vision or uh, uh, epiphany while he's laid but up I think in the But I think I have. I'm not. Sa- but I'm not saying. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying myself. I don't. I don't need, want Fetty Wap to lead a you know a voters' rights campaign or even a voter registration yeah. campaign. But the my my point is 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 that the is the empowerment. I've seen Fetty Wap on a number of occasions in Patterson. I know how people re- you know people relate to him. How the high school students relate to him. He's at the high school where he you know he did a free concert. For the for students at the high school that he used to go to, and he's looking around, going, "Wow, you know, this is where I was, and look where I'm at but right I now." I think, I think it's the empowerment, right. but I think it's the empower. No, yeah. I think I, I have to say, I mean, just from talking to him and having mm-hmm. been around him, you know, covering him a couple times, and and his whole crew there, I think that the the empower he understands that his empowerment message at Thanksgiving, he said, "You know what? Last year at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we did plate hopping. We were going from house to house just trying to get some food because we didn't have a regular place to go." I didn't have an address. He goes, I didn't have an address. He didn't have like a regular address. Mm-hmm. So I think his message of empowerment, he's he's being Fetty Wap. He's doing Fetty Wap, which is what he should be doing. And I think, but I think the power of it is his message that look where he came from and look at look at what he's done through a lot of hard work and through talent. And I think that's so, great. That goes to what Consequence was talking about, whereas I guess like the, the, the powers that be, I guess and he's saying government doesn't like um put the flashlight on that. Yeah, you understand? Chris, like, Chris, he, Chris Christie ain't like he don't see that and be like, Oh, you know what? Let me put him Maybe on. Maybe there's ten <laughs> Fetty Watson Patterson. Mm-hmm. Let's start a program to uh you know, uh, uh, after school program and we, we build a studio here. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, why are we always looking to outside people and outside that's sources? That's not outside. We live things? in America. Well, what I'm saying is, us as a community of hip hop, we know live in America, whether we like it or not. We here. Well, There's we gotta, no, we, we gotta, we, commu- we gotta be a community within ourselves. Man, you know. Well, I mean, that, we have, we have good rap. Like even Fetty Wap, y'all keep talking about Trap Queen, but he came up with a song called Again that's like empowering women. You understand? And no one is talking about that. We we focusing Focused on, on Trap Queen. It's what the audience wants and what the what yeah, the public so, wants. You understand what I'm saying? Like so. It, it, it is a balance, you know, with certain, but a lot of artists I see there, there are balances just that I feel like P 
people, um, you know, what, I'm going back to what Constance said, you know, the powers that be, you know, that's that's the um, the the main focus is, all right, and if we're using Fetty Wap as an example, it's Trap Queen, but, you know, his next couple singles are, you know, I love my girl. You understand what I'm saying? It's not talking about trapping or cooking or anything. You understand? So what kind of records get the biggest response when you're in the clubs, when you're on the radio? Good beats. Good beats. <laughs> yes. So anything can be said over these beats. Good beats, yes. And, and, and you know, um, I was playing a song earlier with Lisa, and she didn't even recognize it was um, Young Thug, you know, um, rapping. And most of the time, I don't know what and the I hell Young Thug And I sing along to him says. a lot in my car yeah, driving down the highway. I don't have no idea what Young Thug say. You understand what I'm saying, to be honest? So it ain't... I, you know, sometimes yeah, the lyrics is the way. beats. We can do the Rich Homie Kwan invitation if <laughs> yeah, you, you know, want. You know, beats and ad libs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. No, but I, I think I think the thing too, it, it's like it's like the culture and and, and again, I, I, I want to be real clear just from my own own point of view. It's like I don't feel like anybody should be doing anything. It's like they should be doing themselves. But the power of the culture, we're starting to see. There's something called hip hop ed. There's a hip hop ed movement that is starting to sweep across the United States and internationally. Where Professor Christopher Emden, who came up on hip-hop and came through new york city public schools is part of a you know he's teaching he's teaching high school students in in the lowest income areas in the toughest high schools science through using hip-hop they they wrap their science lessons to the most popular beats and it's not just a gimmick they're actually getting the students are actually doing much better on their you know on their exams they're going on to college it's, it's like a revolution be able to get receive information without it having to be talked to them in hip hop you know sure. i mean should not kid be able to go learn science without somebody having to talk to them in hip hop about science that, that that's seems like, like it's, an it's interesting like, thing it, in itself well not because yeah. yeah. it's, it's like oh you guys can't learn science this way unless we talk to you in rhyme like there's something weird about that to me a little it's, bit it's, it, it's, it's, it's what weird, the, what's, what's weird about it is kind of it's, it's like um what's the what's the what's the terminology for that um but you call the trickology, right? But you know, nah, nah. Well, there's a lot of memorization. There's a ghetto term for it. like a, there's a Western dictionary. No, it's dictionary not just for the ghetto. It's 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 become so it's like effective. Passive, They're using like, it in suburban schools I, now too. I, it was, it's it's like it's like kind of like and I don't, it's not pacifying. But what it basically is, what it basically is is just like all right, you niggas only gonna listen to this shit if we no, do it no, like no. this. Really, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's really what it is. You know what I'm saying? And there's no reason to like sugarcoat it because that's what it is. See, Con, we're, it, we're like you and I are the yin and yang today, my brother. I'm but not, I think it's just it's a we are. Come on, come on, come on, come this is a professor that came from, he's African American, came from the community, came from these very same schools, going into schools where there's not money for the right teachers, there's not money for this, and he's making it work. It's the essence of hip hop, taking something, making something out of nothing and personal empowerment. I think that's one of the greatest, I mean, that's one of the things I love the most about yeah, the, well, the culture. I, I, I think it speaks I, I, volumes, though, that, that you have to go that route in order to reach the youth, to go to the hip hop route. But to, to that point, hip hop sells using everything. The, right, he's using the power. Hip hop sells old navy jeans. Hip hop sells Coca Cola. Hip hop sells everything. But so, like, so from an old school perspective of, ca of of watching it over the years and documenting it, and then going, okay, well, you know, rappers are never on TV. Rappers are never in. Yes. All of a sudden, rappers are on Law and Order, and rappers <laughs> are on CSI. It's the and coolest thing. All of a sudden, their right. songs are on Old Navy, and their right. songs in Cheerios, and so so it's been amazing to see. And my big epiphany is is that we're ten years older, like those white boys or whatever who grew up in listening to hip hop and thought it was cool in high school and now working in those advertising right, those companies. Mm -hmm. So they're picking those cool songs. So hip hop's becoming mainstream in a way that we never saw happen throughout the business sides of things. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a lot of people who are making those decisions were the ones who came up listening to, you know, to hip hop. But it's also, it's also, also the music it's, too. It's, well, it's also, it's also the drug. When you have something that you can mask, Hip hop. No, 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 no. Let's be clear. There's a lot of drugs out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's but it's the same principality. It's like when you got something that you could whip up that fast, and it could spread that quickly. 
then people gonna want in because of a profit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not and like everyone figured how to profit off of hip hop besides yeah. the people who initially yeah. profit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. You so know what I'm saying? I, but that's but, that, but, 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 that, but that's <laughs> what but that's what anything. And the ABA, you know how I many ABA players are probably upset that they didn't get to the chicken? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's any business. That's You're any wrong analogies to me right well, now. Well, well, <laughs> the guys, the, 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 the guys, the, the, the guys in the, in, in, the, in the original before the NBA was the NBA. You know what I'm saying? We had marginal contracts. So now that you see Carmelo sneaker endorsement, LeBron owns Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Basically, Akron at least. Um, you know, of course, the people who paved the way for that. Um, you know, it might leave a sour taste because you you wanted to be the guy. Everybody wants to be the guy in America right. who who has their castle. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, the 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 point being is that we we all we all are in hip hop to we all use hip hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? From market from advertisers on on Madison to to the musicians to the to the to the to the to the press. You know what I'm saying? Um, if we talking, if we talking, but we all don't models, have the same responsibility. If we talking role models, then should it be what what they're saying, or or should their art be protected, and then their actions be what what people look at as as them being role models? So our artist should be. You're looking to, at me because you want me to say something. Everyone's gonna argue about. <laughs> no, I was saying to this, argue this with is you. the great hip hop debate. So <laughs> I think the debate is is healthy because you know no, totally when people feel really strongly about their beliefs, it makes for it makes for great listening. I just want to jump in with an, another question just to back it up because I think yours is a, a bigger stemming off the topic. What if you see if the kids see Cole and Kendrick running around at the rallies, and they're happy about it and they're excited about it? What does that mean? Does that mean they're looking for leaders in this way? Why do you know we see when these kids, you know, will retweet, repost a million times that oh, J. Cole was walking around with the Black Lives Matter rally it's back just in so and so. It's just right. dope. But why? Mm-hmm. That seems like there's gotta be a reason. Because he don't got dope. his head up his ass. You know, I mean, or are they looking for them and saying, "You get it, we're on the same page at all," or at least well, you know because he shows up in Ferguson, because he shows up in Ferguson without because, a film because, crew. Because you represent success, yeah. But then you still understand what the curb is, and that's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? That's really the essence of hip hop. Remember, like, um, Cause that's a in the golden in the golden yeah. era of well, in it, the, the golden era hip hop. And when I say it, I'm I talk, you know, Rakim, Kane. They wasn't broke, right? They was flossing, but they still under, had their finger on the pulse of what was happening in the, in, the, in the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't come at it from a contrived matter, like they were trying to be down with it. They they were immersed in it because it was our reality. You know what I'm saying? And so when you see Kendrick and you see J. Cole, they they represent that to the youth. They represent the fact that, yeah, they propped off of it, but they ain't forget how they propped. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's really important. And it's what a real artist does. I mean, they they, they feel what the, what people are feeling. They communicate it and they touch the audience and they, they touch people in a way that nobody else can. And that's being a role model? I think it's being a role model. I think it's being a it's being a real artist too, because it's it's, whether you're, you know, people are connecting to you because, and that summer that was a summer of pain, a tremendous pain for a lot of people, especially for for young men of color. And I think that J. Cole at that moment, it was like he's there, he's going to Ferguson, at a time when the the country was really really torn and people were really upset, and he's basically not going with you know twenty film crews, six right. handlers. He's just he, he he's going as a young black man who happens to be a rapper. Who Who's there and you know talking about what he's seeing and what he's feeling you know that seems important to me i think it's very important i think you know in the conversation that seems like it's something that's important in the sense that you know i I don't have to hold the whole entourage around me around me this is an incident or a moment that i'm not making money off of and i'm gonna go show my face for it feels like you know i don't know what we expect from them as role models but is that the kind of thing that we want or is that the kind of thing that we get you know is that the kind of thing that we're happy with is that the uh, taking advantage of the position? I mean, I, I know it's not his responsibility. Well, I think I think it's if, if he chooses to make it his responsibility, it's his responsibility. I mean, I think I think anybody that's achieved that level of success, what they feel is important. That you know, if they're if they want to choose to make a statement about whether it's about a sneaker, whether it's about a political issue, whether it's about a police community issue, that's their choice. You know, and we take away from that, and some people are going to like that, and other people aren't. You know, but I think when you have artists that are a big, cal- you know, of, of his caliber, of his level of success, that would do something that I'm, I'm sure there were people that said to him, no, 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 don't get involved in that or whatever. And he just he just did right. what he had to do as a man and as an artist. 
True indeed. What about King Kendrick's performance at, at the Grammys? Just I mean, it's huge a, platform, huge yeah. statement. I mean, but it's indicative. Of, what, what else could he do? At the end of the day, it's indicative of, of his movement. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's you know, I, I mean, it, it's a reflection of what we're getting it, from. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. So I mean, absolutely. It's it's great that um, he utilizes the platforms in the manner that he does. But it's also it, it's it's definitely like she said, it's a reflection of who what his artistry is. He couldn't jump out. I think if he went another route, he he would crash. Honestly, at this point, you know what I'm saying? Because he is he embodies. Um, um, principal at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think, and I th- it's terrific. It's great. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I think if he went another route, it's, you know. You think that'll inspire artists behind him? Coming behind him to kind of come with a similar message or, or the same feel? I like think somebody else need to do something else. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what hip hop is. You know what I'm saying? In their manner. Don't, you know, you don't want to Raekwon, Ghostface, his wave. You know, shark niggas. You don't want to do that. Well, no, shark niggas. Yeah, you don't want shark niggas. That shit. You know what I'm saying? You want to, you know, you want to applaud that. You want to, if you're a real artist, you want to applaud that. You want to look at it and you you want to draw inspiration from it. But I don't think you want to Xerox it. Well, I think it. I think it was a tremendous progress because people saw, you know, the, the message that he had, and yet he's still commercially successful, and he's so huge. So I think that that's been progress because for a long time it was just like if you're a quote unquote conscious rapper, if you're a quote unquote dealing with issues, you're not a successful, right. you're not commercially successful, that's, that's you're sting, not a successful artist. So I mean, I think that's a big contribution, but I think that's a big step forward and a big contribution. I think it is going to open the way. Now, somebody who's who's hugely successful, like Future, you know, everybody's listening to Future. He's running the radio. He's running the clubs. He's running. Um, he came out recently and said that, you know, basically the stuff that he rhymes about or he makes music about isn't necessarily his life. He doesn't do drugs. He doesn't pop pills. And so all of this content that he's putting out there that the kids are listening to and emulating because they think that's the cool thing to do, he turns around and says, it's not really what he's doing. How do you feel about that? I'm still with it. It starts at home. You know, um, me being a father, um, me being on TV, and the first thing you said was um, when I'm not creeping on TV. Um, that's when I, TV I you know, and uh, that's the first thing you know. I, I spoke to my my daughter about before it even came on, and um, you know, I said you're going to see certain things that you know um, isn't all the way me, you know. And I explained it to her, and um, I feel she understands. You understand what um, you, you feel me? Um, I just feel like. Um, a large part of the whole thing is is us publicizing what's going wrong and not what's publicizing what's going right. I feel like we all all the time is always platforms. Yo, why the rappers ain't doing this? Why the rappers instead of talking about what people are doing right? You understand? And um, I feel like we we're the only culture that that bashes ourselves. You understand? And as opposed to other, you know, I, I hang around all different people and they got the same problems as us, all ethnicities, you know, the pills. I, I never knew about these these certain pills and stuff until I hung around a couple white people. You understand what I mean? Um, and they, they drug white ease. People been on pills. Yeah, they drug ease <laughs> and, and doing, you know, messing up. You know, they, they got little Billy in the basement, you know, messing <laughs> up his, his, his life just like, like we got Raheem still, you know what I'm saying? But they don't publicize that. But we always do that. We always bash ourselves. And I think that instead of keep talking about what we do bad, I feel like we should, you know, talk about what's what we do right. That's a good point. That's a real good point. So, I mean, I guess to bring it back back to the question, um, do do rappers have a responsibility to be role models? Are they role models? Do you feel like they should be? Oh, um, like I said, I I, I really feel like. Um, If you have an audience, or, or you're automatically, um, you know, people are tuned into what you say. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like you have the absolute, um, like you're handcuffed to it. I feel like it's something that, if it's part of your DNA, you, you know, it's it's nothing wrong with embracing it. I also feel like, um, I don't feel like future's wrong in what you said because at the end of the day. Um, He's utilizing his environment to better to better his his personal situation, and that's capitalism at its core. 
Um, so I don't feel like he's a hypocrite for that. I feel like he's just keeping it 100. Like, yo, look, you know, you might, you know, I ain't cuffed up like that. You know, that should have killed you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and he's um, figured out a formula for success. And that's pretty much, I mean, Coca-Cola will kill you. But they figured out a formula for success. Right. You know what I'm saying? Coca-Cola gave you diabetes in a heartbeat. You drink that shit every day. You know what I'm saying? Um, but once again, um, you know, this is the reason why I speak the way I speak because I do want people to take away something. And if, you know, I don't know if that makes me a role model. I don't know. I just, I feel like it just makes me real. And I just feel like I have a obligation from my personal, not because of my, not because of consequence, the brand, because right. of my upbringing and where I came from and what I, it's the deaths I escaped um, to just verbalize some of the things that some people are maybe afraid to say, don't know how to properly articulate it, so that somebody else can walk away with uh, at least a thought. Like, you know what, we said, I'm gonna dig into that and do my own research. Because essentially, that's what it is. You know, if, that's what hip hop is in its purest form, is we give you the message, it's for you, if you're cool enough and if you're in tune enough to go further, um, like when Nas made One Love, you know, for people who might not have understand, understood what the kite is, they had to go, what's the kite? Why mm-hmm. is he talking to his guy in jail? Because this is the emotional, this is the emotional support that we, we as people in the ghetto, we give to each other when you down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For somebody from a whole different walk of life, they one love. What the hell? Why would you write somebody it. in jail? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's for me. The, the role model kind of marginalizes what what rap does and what rap brings to the table, so to speak, because I feel like it's really a cookie-cut definition. Like, you're good. You should do this. It's way it's vast. You know I think saying? it's just because people see the influence <laughs> and the power. They understand that. What's the statement? Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Responsibility, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, I, and I think yeah. well, there's, a, there's, yeah, a, there's a fine line with that in in in, in false idol. You, you right, and saying? expecting somebody to be that, your savior yeah. because they're your. I mean, and I think you're. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, babe. Yeah, I just build on what Lisa was saying. I think it's more. That's what I take away. That's what makes me my antenna spark up because mm-hmm. I feel like it it. it, it 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 goes left in the false idol. Like this is the person who you should emulate, and nah, you should maybe filter what their information is that they're giving you, and take it yourself. And but we're build. all influence, you know. And especially, I think that we, we have do to filter influence. We take it back to we take it back to the the inner city of the, the kids in the ghetto because the fact that there aren't there aren't a lot of fathers in the home, and so. Hip hop is parenting some of these kids. Is is what they, you know, your mother's busting her ass. You run around working. She gonna sit you in front of the TV, or she might sit you in front of the radio or YouTube or your iPod or whatever it is now. And this is where they get in a lot of the information, a lot of the a lot of their influence from. I just but to like, what? I, I'm sorry. I just feel like in a presidential election year that when we talk about role models, we should definitely be speaking of like the circus that's going on. Um, Politically, because those those are paid role models. <laughs> like they're gonna get us. Whoever wins that is gonna give whatever that two hundred thousand dollars is, and all all the network that one person can muster in this globe. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I look at it. Like you 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 could when you talk about a rapper, but then we go around the fact that like we're we're on the cusp of Donald Trump literally being. America's role model. I don't know if we're gonna see that. I don't. I don't. You know what? I think to you come back to, to your point, though, I've seen a lot of signs. I see a lot of signs that say the sign. There was majority. a kid who watched him <laughs> in Dayton, Ohio, with a Dreamville shirt on. So obviously, that kid that's was a one, J Cole that's fan, one kid. right? But that kid is a J Cole fan and obviously listens to hip hop, and 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 I think that brings us right back. To nah, that, absolutely. To the point. Well, no, would, to the role model issue, and and I think it's you know I, I think there's a lot of people. 
you know, when you achieve a certain level of, of success and recognition and fame, whether you want to be a role model or not, people are going to look really carefully, like you said, with great attention or, or success comes great responsibility. You know, people are looking at you a certain kind of way. I think the danger comes when people, ex- you know, you, you have those, what, what kind, he was talking about with the, um, you know, the false expectations or the false idols, or you expect that person to come, come back to your neighborhood and save you because they're, a success. I mean, what we should be doing is saying, okay, they started with this. This was the hand they were dealt, and look at how they played the game, and look at how they're winning. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, you know, because everybody got to everybody gets their turn at the, at the poker table, right? No you know doubt, what I'm so, or, or not. I know you you've you've constantly reiterated that it, it starts at home, but how how much of it do you feel like does fall on on artists? Um, I, I'm I'm still waving my flag that it, I mean I shouldn't fall anything on artists. If if you're a single parent, um, you, you you made that decision to have that child, and I feel like you should take some time out and and talk to your child. You know, don't sit them in front of a TV or anything. I'm I'm busy as ever. You know, and people see I I you know if I can't see my daughter, I Facetime her. Yo, what's up? You know, we talking. Hey, you know. This, 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 and that. Any boys? You don't got no boys? I, I, I go through her Instagram or you know whoever <laughs> who tagged her, pictures, whatever. Yeah, right, you understand? Right. You know, you know. It's, I don't feel like it's, it's that much busy in the world. You know, no doubt. so I, I, I'm, I don't put no, no, um, no slack on any rapper. You know, and and I guess me and cons, we, we kind of like in the same thing because I think people look at me as some sort of a, a, a role model. I don't want to have that, um, that responsibility of of watching someone else's child. Mm. I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm, I may mess up. I'm human. You know, humans mess up. And, and if if the uh, the public is just going to focus on the bad things you do, um, then, you know, I, I'm going to be jammed up forever. You understand? And, and I take it back to, to the TV. Um, you know, this happens a lot. You know, anytime they say, oh, you did Love & Hip Hop, you're a creep. You're doing creep, creep things, you know, and that's the first thing you said. But um, you didn't mention that, okay, you know, self, you put three females, um, just three unknown female artists on TV and let them showcase their talent by throwing Gwen and Fest. Mm-hmm. Like, no one ever mentions that part. You understand? So I just want to make sure, you know, that is... So that's we got to make sure... And, and help sure one of them it. on Hot 97 yeah, Street and, Soldiers. And, and, well, and it's on a fourth Fox one, which five. is the, it's, it's Cardi. <laughs> I didn't include because she wasn't on the thing. But, you know, right. like, I I help, you know... You help. I help these three female artists I, from New York City. Yeah, you understand? Are any of them ugly by any chance? Or is it just a bunch of hot chicks you're trying to help out? Well, no, I mean... We choose who we help out in this industry. No, because I'm listen to be honest with you some people don't think all of them are 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 uh, good looking okay you, to be honest with you so okay. they're not you know you know and, and then you know in your mind you may fall oh, there a bunch of strippers and stuff you know, and, and, and actually they're not but you know a lot of guys you know, are or models. Help a certain type of girl and there's a lot of people in the industry who need help you know i think mm-hmm. that becomes part of it too is that you know you can't all play a certain lane you know so what about the person who's not cool or hot or with the big ass or with the songs who's well, trying to get in this industry Sometimes you know I, I don't know if they get. Well, if you watch, so if you watch the TV, they um you know one particular girl her name is Mariah, very slender, no big ass, no titties, okay, no, sorry, none I of that. The big ass part back. Yeah, Mariah Lynn. Yeah, Mariah Lynn's very slim. You know, I'm a homie. Might buy one, and I'm admitting huh? it. She might buy one. Shout out to okay. Mariah Lynn. Someone might. I said shout out to Mariah Lynn. Shout out to Mariah Lynn. She might got a big ass outfit. Her song. We had we had that video. She might got a big ass outfit. I'm looking for one. Yeah. So you know, I just feel like I'm admitting it. You know, if you stop focusing on 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 the negative, you know, and, and and promote more of the positive, then a lot of positive stuff will come out. Join you in. understand? So I'll next you. time you see me, it's like self, you the one that that helped those girls and put them on Gwyneth Fest. But and, you were the ones that helped them you, buy acid. You, you did creep. You did creep <laughs> a little bit too. Nah, shout out to my man. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Thank you all, all for being here. Being a part of this podcast, self, let the people know where they can find you. Um, every day in New York City, um, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. on on Power 105, um, and Saturday 6 p.m. to 10 o'clock. Um, if you can't stream, you can download the DJ Self app, and you can stream um, all my stuff from there. Um, also, um, I, I took it outside of. The, the TV and and um, I'm doing Gwyneth Fest across the country, so I'm trying to find talent in each and every city. Um, Not just fat asses. 
No, well, it's not girls. It's girls and guys. So okay. I'm not really looking at guys' uh, backs. <laughs> like, why would you even yeah. go there? <laughs> I'm just saying because it's girls and guys. I want people to understand that there are girls and guys also. And um, uh, according to a consequence, talk to me about and may do a next season of Love and Hip Hop. Oh man, we oh, shout out. is not the only one on TV, Lisa. Obviously, Saturday nights we can catch you on Fox Five, right? Yes, Fox Five uh, in New York. That's Channel Five in New York City in the tri-state, 10:30 Eastern Standard Time live stream nationwide you know I came from a hip hop station right Amazing. live stream nationwide on Fox 5 NY the free app and fox5ny.com you can follow me on Twitter the gram Google Plus uh, Facebook Lisa Evers and um, we're just doing it we're out there I pre- and I want, just want to thank everybody you know you Tere everybody in this room has helped me in so many ways with, with my career and with our projects and what we've been trying to do and I just want to thank all of you for that too, and, and really thank just thank for, the culture for yeah. the support, all the well, work and service. That yeah, else plays, so absolutely, <laughs> much, one, much yeah. needed. Thank you. It's the cons fool. What up? What up? Tell the people they can find you, man. What you uh, got going on? I'm always on. A, I'm always on the gram, cons TV. I'm always on Twitter. It's the cons. I T S T H E C on S. Got my new EP out right now. Good comeback story featuring Q Tip, Lupe Fiasco, my son Caden. And I got another EP dropping in April called Growing Up in New York. And, um, you know, we out here. And, and, and my son is actually dropping an uh, EP around Memorial Day. So Early. He's Whoa. Gonna, Early. So he's like the first four-year-old rapper. And we're going to get to this <laughs> v, chicken. you might have to get him on the top of <laughs> I think they're already pushing him. <laughs> you might have to yeah, get him You already know. I mean, you I, can't I get it. more freshmen than that. bring him up and make him I got it. I got it. He could be the youngest freshman. Yeah, we're the not even freshman. joking. When this is done, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. doing a video pro- a picture Word? of him for freshmen. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So, and I got to give uh, XXL a big shout out like over the course of the weekend. Uh, Miranda um, ran a piece about uh, Caden's trekking in the hip-hop game and all that he's been getting himself into over the last six, seven months. Uh, so I definitely appreciate the love. And nothing... Gives me more joy than to see my sunshine. But you can see your joy with your son on social networking. Like that's what came up with the idea in the meeting is that it, you you look to and not every rapper's like that. And a lot a lot of them are, but you look to be enjoying being a dad so much. You know, it came up in the conversation that we were like, we should cover it. You know, because you don't always see that kind of thing, right, and yeah. you seem so proud and into the whole experience that it, you know we felt like we had to cover it. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, he just one day uh, actually I was going to the uh, breakfast club and. Um, I was supposed to drop him to uh, one of Jen's uh, friends to you know, she was gonna take him to school, and uh, he was supposed to get out the car. Like, I ain't getting out. <laughs> or me? I'm riding with you. He's like, I ain't getting out. I'm going with you. I want to go. I want to go to the breakfast club. I want to go. I'm like, all right. He ain't. He been with me. Like, <laughs> that sounds like another uh, another topic. Sounds like another yeah. topic for another yeah, podcast. We, we, yeah, yeah, maybe around Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. We want to thank all of you guys for tuning in, listening. You know where we at xxlmag.com. She is Vanessa Say, and I'm Torrey. Thank you guys for being here. Thank, thank you guys for tuning thank in. Thank you. Peace. Mm-hmm. Peace.